Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. That's right, folks. This is another episode of the Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel on the Rasball Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Lomarco, here to break down some playoff sleepers. That's right, folks. If you've been dealing with injuries, you lost Tyler Lockett, you lost Debo Samuel, and now all of a sudden you're struggling to fill that void at your flex or wide receiver three. Today's show is to break down some of the sleepers we like in weeks 15, 16, and 17 that can help you get to a championship. Before we start the show, I want to make sure you follow us across the board at Rasball Fantasy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. It goes a long way, guys. We're so close to 1,000 subscribers. Please hop over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. We really would appreciate it. We're going to have content all off-season long, so you don't want to miss it even after the season. Also, make sure you jump over to Rasball.com. We have great writers writing articles every single day on the football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. We have every sport you need all year long. Over at Razball.com. And of course, make sure you check out the great tools and resources. The Fantasy Data tab has all the information you need to win your fantasy league. And of course, make sure you join us tomorrow, Sunday, starting first thing, 8 a.m. PST or 11 a.m. PST on the Sunday Live Start Sit Show. Myself, I'll be joined by a bunch of cast of characters to break down your start sit questions. We'll also break down injury updates, weather updates, everything you need to know before kickoff. But today's show is playoff must-have sleepers. So let's get it started. All right, once again, I'm rocking another solo show. It's not what you think. I didn't go scorched earth and fire everybody. I say, you know what? I'll do it myself. That's not what's happening here. I just have to rock some solo shows to make sure we get you guys some more content. But tomorrow, we'll have the band back together. Today's show, of course, must-have sleepers for fantasy football playoff preview. We've done we've done defenses. We've done handcuffs. Today's show does really look at some guys that are emerging that have additional opportunities now, either because of injuries on their own team or just great matchups for the playoffs. So just going to break this down really quick. we got the game starting in 15 minutes. We want to make sure we're on the ball for this. Let's dive in. So quarterbacks, listen, everyone at this point probably has their quarterback. And it's there's, it hasn't been like Lamar Jackson's a little banged up. Someone might have had a Kyler Murray, for example. Today's show is to help you kind of fill that void. Let's say you've been riding Kyler Murray. You're not really sure about Colt McCoy's 15 points you're going to get. Is there guys out there that you can kind of pick up and start um, to replace these guys if you already made the playoffs and you need spot starts? Now, my number one guy in this is Mike White. Um, I love his matchups. Of course, Mike White is out this week, unfortunately, against Detroit. That would have been a decent matchup. I know Detroit's defense has been playing very well. We love Detroit's defense for the fantasy playoffs. But I think unless Zach Wilson just scorches earth against the Lions, he's going to get that job back. Week 16, he gets the Jags. And week 17, he gets Seattle. Those are really good matchups. Those are also off-competent offenses that could put up some points against the Jets. So I think if you're really struggling, let's say you lost Kyler Murray for the playoffs. I think if you have a bye, let's say you had Kyler Murray and you had a bye, Mike White might be your guy, might be the savior of your season. I think he's going to be really solid. But if you're looking for somebody for week 15, look at Mac Jones. Now, he's got the Raiders. The Raiders don't have a good – I mean, I know they have 
a, two solid edge rushers, but their defense just allowed Baker Mayfield to just, you know come back and beat them. But the one thing I will say is Stevenson and Harris are both banged up. Last week, Mac Jones was a, against Arizona, played well, but they just scored rushing touchdowns. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes that happens. It's the way the cookie crumbles. He threw a great seam pass to Hunter Henry down the seam, and, and he got tackled inside the five, and they ran it in. So if he instead throws a touchdown or two, you know, he has a solid day against the Cardinals. But what I really want, this is what I want to say first off. I know the Pats defense and the Jets defenses are good. So I'm going to a little bit of contradicting myself. But when you get to a streamer territory, I want my streamers on offense to have bad defense. So I want potential shootouts, especially at the wide receiver and quarterback tight end positions. Like, now I understand the Pats D is solid. Um but they have been exposed when they play good offense. Like this week, they play the Raiders. The Raiders are a solid team. Devontae Adams should eat. Josh Jacobs should have a solid day. You know, you got Josh McDaniels going up against his former, uh, you know, Bill Belichick. And I think they're going to want to prove something there too. So I do think that the Raiders-Pats game could have some points in that one. So I do think Derek Carr and company will put up points, which means that Mac Jones will have a solid day. Well, plus it's in a dome. Pretty sure it's at home against the Raiders. So – I think from that standpoint, let me just pull, let me just confirm that. Yes, it's in, it's in, in, in Las Vegas. So no weather. So if Mac Jones is my week 15 streamer of the week, that's sleeper of the week. And I think Mike White is really the guy I want long-term. I think he's the guy I would want in the 16 and 17. So let's jump down to running backs really quick, folks. Now, if you saw the, if you're if you're listening on the audio side, but if you watch the YouTube video, you're gonna see the thumbnail is Dare Truth or Daryl Goombawale. And now this is a really if you let's say for example you had Debo, you had Tyler Lockett, um, you've been dealing. Let's say you benched Kenneth Walker because he was injured and you're really struggling now with flex. Uh, you know it's tough. Rex Burkhead was a fantasy darling last year toward, toward down the stretch, but Daryl Goombawale looks to be the main. He got more run last week. Um, it's tough right now. It's it, This This is going to be – Damian Pierce is probably going to miss this week and next week. And the Texans, listen, they, they're not a great offense, but, you know, the running back position with Pierce has been solid all year. They just released Eno Benjamin as well. So, I, I, listen, I think if you're really desperate at running back RB2 or if you really just can't find a flex – um, I think it's probably best to go with a wide receiver. But if you're looking for Dare, uh, uh, like a really deep name, it's Dara Gubawale. I think he over Brex, Rex Burkhead for now. I don't like making guesses because we don't really know. But you got if you have to take your shot here, I think Dara Gubawale shows a little more juice. He also did get more passing game work than Rex Burkhead, which is surprising. So, I, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised. Dara Gubawale is someone that, you know, really could be a solid play, desperation flex play this week. I'm just going to pull up some, you know, while I, I'm doing a solo show. That's the best part about solo shows. I could just look things up on the spot and see, like, his overall numbers this year. You know, he's actually more effective as a receiver. He had a 5 for 54 game earlier this year against the Raiders. So, I, I, do, I do like that. I think if I'm going to take, especially against the Chiefs this week, which you know the Chiefs are going to put up points. And Derek Gumboale, baby, check down City. You know, he could probably get you five for 50 in this game. As long as he gets you like 30 yards rushing, you just got yourself double-digit fantasy points in PPR. So not a bad day. So I actually don't mind Daryl Goomba Wale. Now, 
after that, it gets really tough. There really isn't many guys under 50% owned. And that's some of the parameters here. Under 50% owned and outside the top 24 in points per game and positional overall total points. So we had to find sleepers. We want to find guys that are outside like the top 24, also under 50% owned. It's not a lot of running backs. The other guy is kind of close as Cam Akers. Now, Akers has really emerged as the lead dog in this offense. Now, that's not really saying much, but the running game has built a little more consistency over the last few weeks. We've noticed this with Cam Akers. It isn't, hasn't looked pretty, but his touches have stabilized. So what I mean by that is 17 to 12 the last two weeks, he did find the end zone in both games. And he's got Green Bay, Denver, and the Chargers. Those are three really bad rushing defenses. Like Cam Akers could end up being, if Baker Mayfield stabilizes that QB position just a little bit, Cam Akers could end up being like a really solid, you know, or like a flex option down the stretch. So this, these guys are sleepers. These guys aren't, you're not starting them over, you know, your studs. Um, but at the same time, I think Cam Akers and Derek Gumbawale will find themselves into the top 24 for running backs. They they potentially could help your league if you if you ended up getting banged up. Listen, people lost Tyler Lockett just this week. People lost Debo just last week. If you're struggling at flex now, these guys are, are pretty much – they're available in a lot of leagues, especially Derek Gumbawale. Um, not a bad desperation play at the running back position. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now let's jump down to wide receiver. This is where it gets a little more fun because wide receivers are actually a little bit more of a, there's a lot more options out there. Um, I can't start, I can't start or stop the show without saying Chris Moore, the Texas wide receiver. This guy played extremely, extremely well last week. He was actually dominant. You have no Nico Collins. You have no Damian Pierce. You have no Brandon Cooks. Chris Moore has really emerged 10 catches, 124 yards last week against Dallas. This week against Kansas City. And I just want to be, I just want to preface this whole thing. Like the Kansas City Chiefs are going to put up points. It's not going to, they might not blow out the Texas. The Texans actually held their own against Dallas. I'm not saying that the Chiefs are going to put up 50. What I'm trying to tell you though is they're going to get you 27 and you're going to have to score points. And I do think they're going to have to throw in this game. Like, worst case scenario, 20 plus points from the Chiefs at least. So you know that the Houston Texans, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to look pretty. I don't care if my fantasy player gets, you know, five for 50. In the fourth quarter, when they're down three or four touchdowns, it doesn't matter. Garbage time counts, folks. And Chris Moore has a very solid role. He is he did emerge with you know you had Philip Dortz set on the outside, but Chris Moore plays a little more of a hybrid role inside and out in that offense. And I do think he's going to have plenty of opportunities in this game, especially with no Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks again. So I don't hate the idea if you lost Debo Samuel, Tyler Lockett that this guy could really be an emergence for you because he does have a nice, a decent role, gets some slot work, but truly has stepped up. But also I love the fact that the Texans defense has started to spring a couple leaks. They're starting to allow a little bit more points and that's very good for fantasy wide receivers. All right. Next guy I want to talk about is two other guys for week 15 that have solid matchups. Alex Pierce versus the Vikings, Demarcus Robinson against the Browns and Matt Collins against the Patriots. Now the Patriots perimeter 
uh, they're going to do everything they can to shut down Devontae uh, Adams, which typically opens things up for other wide receivers. So the Vikings, you're self-explanatory. They get smoked on the outside. We'll find out really quickly how good of a call that is. Um, Demarcus Robinson, okay. You know, I think he's really emerged as the number one. You know, Tyler Huntley should stabilize the quarterback position just a little bit there. The Browns have been susceptible on the outside, but not in love with that one, I'll say, because, uh, you know, the Browns secondary is getting a little healthier. Ward is back, and they use Ward sometimes to shadow. I don't think they'll shadow Robinson, but a little less than that one. So I would actually go Chris Moore, Pierce, and Matt Collins in Week 15. In Week 16, it's it's about the injuries. Marquise Goodwin, by the way, who's looked very good this season, has really good matchups. Week uh, He's got the Jaguars in Week 16, Seahawks in Week 7. Um, Seahawks. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not who he has at all. Um, sorry, look at the wrong guy. Uh, let's see the, the schedule for the Seahawks. They have the chiefs next week, which is awesome. That game should be awesome. Marquis Goodwin in week 16 could be really, really good. Uh, filling in for Tyler Lockett in a high shootout game. Lockett should miss at least one game. If he ends up missing the second game, Seattle gets the jets, which is not too great for outside receiver, but week 16, look for Marquis Goodwin, Elijah Moore. If Mike White earns that starting rollback, I love Elijah Moore Jaguars, uh, Seahawks the next two weeks. I think Elijah Moore could have been a ridiculous. I think Mike White, Elijah Moore was my pick going into this. And of course, Mike White does not play this week. And you got to sit both those guys. But I think Elijah Moore in week 16 and 17 is rock solid pickup. If you're looking for a, a Tyler Lockett slash Debo fill in for a sleeper for the fantasy playoffs, I do not mind that as well. And another guy I want you to keep an eye on is Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs gets a very, very good matchup in week 17 in the championship week against the Packers. I mean, against the Vikings. Now, that game could be fun. It could be a shootout. Um, unfortunately, it's in Lambeau, which could have weather impact, and we know that could be a problem. But look out for Romeo Dobbs. If Aaron Rodgers wants to just have one last hurrah and, you know, mess around with the Vikings winning that division or whatever they can do, don't be surprised if in Lambeau he, he lights them up a little bit. So I actually don't mind it. So really, when it comes down to Week 15, I think Chris Moore, until those guys come back, is solid. Alex Pierce, if you're desperate. Mac Hollins as well. Marquise Goodwin and Elijah Moore in week 16 and week 17. I like Elijah Moore and Romeo Dobbs. If you could get your hands on those guys, let's jump down to one last one here. The tight ends before we got four minutes for kickoff of the Vikings and Colts game. And I got, I got, you know, the kicker chase McLaughlin going today. So if you can go pick him up, I love chase this week as a streamer kicker. First, you can't start this whole podcast without saying Che Okongwo, the Titans tight end. We loved him last week on the show. We talked about him a bunch. He really delivered. Um, this week against the Chargers, another solid matchup. I like the fact that the Titans' defense is decimated by injuries. The Titans' defense has seven starters out on defense. That means that Justin Herbert and company are coming to play to light things up. And I do love that for Che Okwongu because there's no Traylon Burks. So if you could get your hands on Okwongu, I think he's a fantastic streamer tight end. If you're someone who's been streaming tight end all year, Che Okwongu is a fantastic start. Uh, beyond that, week 16, uh, Kate Otten. Looks like Kate Otten, even with Cam Breitback, has kind of emerged. He actually caught five, like a decent amount of passes against the 49ers, which is like the toughest defense. And him showing up against that really tough 49ers defense really kind of said, okay, this kid has really earned a role here. This week he gets the Bengals, but in week 16, he actually gets the Cardinals, and which is just the best of the best matchups so if in week 15 if you're streaming tight ends all year long you can go Che Congo in week 15 Cade Otten in week 16 and week 17 I like Hunter Henry against the Miami Dolphins and I also like Cole Komet um 
Komet, in my opinion, is someone that uh, he's got the Lions. Lions has been susceptible to tight ends. You have to monitor the Justin Herbert situation because that's always important. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields situation, because if he gets sat, could be done. Um, but overall, I love Cole Komet just from the standpoint of he's basically all they got. Chase Claypool might not play this week. He's probably on the doubtful side. No Darnell Mooney. I think actually Chase Claypool's out. So I think even Cole Komet the whole way through could be really solid. Just a solid high floor guy getting probably six to eight targets a week. Really all you could ask for from the tight end position. So I do like him as well. Some superlatives I want to just talk about too. Uh, Jordan Aikens and Tyler Conklin because of the injuries, but also because of the matchups, have really good matchups. And another one here is to sleep. If you play in a Yahoo League, Jeff Driscoll, the quarterback for the Houston Texans, is tight end eligible. You heard it here first, folks. Tight end eligible. So if you've been struggling, this guy had, uh, they're playing this 2QB thing. He's like a Taysom Hill 2.0. Taysom Hill has been kind of streaky all year, but Jeff Driscoll, by the way, who sees a lot of red zone packages, did find the end zone last week, is a tight end eligible player on Yahoo. So go check that out. Could be a fantastic. This is just another guy you stash on your bench. Maybe if he has another solid game this week, but you're playing the Chiefs. Like, they're going to have to put up points. So... Don't be surprised if you if Jeff Driscoll is uh, a solid you know top fifteen tight end this week because of his role and the fact he's tight end eligible on Yahoo. All right, folks, that's my must have sleepers for the fantasy football playoff preview. I'll be back tomorrow with the whole crew for the Sunday live start show. So we'll answer all your start sit questions. Enjoy Saturday football. We have three games on the slate. Make sure you take those Saturday players out of your flex spot. Do it right now. You don't want those guys in your flex. Put them in the running back and wide receiver spots. So you don't get locked into those players as well. Once again, make sure you follow us across the board at Razball Fantasy on YouTube, IG, and TikTok. And of course, make sure you go over to Razball.com to catch all the great articles and resources and tools you need to win your fantasy league. And oh yeah, don't forget to follow me at Bobby Marco on Twitter. Thanks for joining. We are at it. <laughs>